Listen to God's Word for June 25th. Today's reading is 2 Chronicles 20 through 22. May God bless this reading of His Word. 2 Chronicles 20 After this, the Moabites and Ammonites, together with some of the Meunites, came to make war against Jehoshaphat. Then some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea. They are already in Hazazon Tamar, that is, in Gedi. Jehoshaphat was alarmed, and set his face to seek the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast throughout Judah. So the people of Judah gathered to seek the Lord. And indeed, they came from all the cities of Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord, in front of the new courtyard, and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand, and no one can stand against you. Our God, Did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel, and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham your friend? They have lived in the land, and have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, whether sword or judgment, plague or famine, we will stand before this temple and before you, for your name is in this temple. We will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us and save us. And now, here are the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, whom you did not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But Israel turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to drive us out of the possession that you gave us as an inheritance? Our God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this vast army that comes against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Meanwhile, all the men of Judah, with their wives and children and little ones, were standing before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite from Asaph's descendants, as he stood in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle does not belong to you, but to God. Tomorrow you are to march down against them. You will see them coming up the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jeruel. You need not fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. 
Then Jehoshaphat bowed face down, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down before the Lord to worship him. And the Levites from the Kohathites and Korahites stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, shouting in a very loud voice. Early in the morning they got up and left for the wilderness of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Hear me, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. Then Jehoshaphat consulted with the people, and appointed those who would sing to the Lord and praise the splendor of his holiness. As they went out before the army, they were singing, Give thanks to the Lord, for his loving devotion endures forever. The moment they began their shouts and praises, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, devoting them to destruction. And when they had made an end to the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked for the vast army, but there were only corpses lying on the ground. No one had escaped. Then Jehoshaphat and his people went to carry off the plunder, and they found on the bodies an abundance of goods and valuables, more than they could carry away. They were gathering the plunder for three days because there was so much. On the fourth day they assembled in the valley of Baraka, where they blessed the Lord. Therefore that place is called the Valley of Baraka to this day. Then all the men of Judah and Jerusalem, with Jehoshaphat at their head, returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. So they entered Jerusalem and went into the house of the Lord with harps, lyres, and trumpets. And the fear of God came upon all the kingdoms of the lands when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. Then Jehoshaphat's kingdom was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. So Jehoshaphat reigned over Judah. He was thirty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem twenty-five years. His mother's name was Azubah, daughter of Shilhai. And Jehoshaphat walked in the way of his father Asa, and did not turn away from it. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. The high places, however, were not removed. The people had not yet set their hearts on the God of their fathers. As for the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat, from beginning to end, they are indeed written in the chronicles of Jehu, son of Hanani, which are recorded in the book of the kings of Israel. Later, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, made an alliance with Ahaziah, king of Israel, who acted wickedly. They agreed to make ships to go to Tarshish, and these were built in Ezion-Geber. Then Eliezer, son of Dodavehu of Marisha, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, 
Because you have allied yourself with Ahaziah, the Lord has destroyed your works. So the ships were wrecked and were unable to sail to Tarshish. Second Chronicles 21 And Jehoshaphat rested with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David. And his son Jehoram reigned in his place. Jehoram's brothers, the sons of Jehoshaphat, were Azariah, Jehiel, Zechariah, Azariah, Michael, and Shephatiah. These were all sons of Jehoshaphat, king of Israel. Their father had given them many gifts of silver and gold and precious things, as well as the fortified cities in Judah. But he gave the kingdom to Jehoram, because he was the firstborn. When Jehoram had established himself over his father's kingdom, he strengthened himself by putting to the sword all his brothers, along with some of the princes of Israel. Jehoram was thirty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. And Jehoram walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, just as the house of Ahab had done. For he married a daughter of Ahab, and did evil in the sight of the Lord. Yet the Lord was unwilling to destroy the house of David, because of the covenant he had made with David, and since he had promised to maintain a lamp for David and his descendants forever. In the days of Jehoram, Edom rebelled against the hand of Judah, and appointed their own king. So Jehoram crossed into Edom with his officers and all his chariots. When the Edomites surrounded him and his chariot commanders, he rose up and attacked by night. So to this day Edom has been in rebellion against the hand of Judah. Likewise, Libna rebelled against his rule at the same time, because Jehoram had forsaken the Lord, the God of his fathers. Jehoram had also built high places on the hills of Judah. He had caused the people of Jerusalem to prostitute themselves, and had led Judah astray. Then a letter came to Jehoram from Elijah the prophet, which stated, This is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says. You have not walked in the ways of your father Jehoshaphat, or of Asa king of Judah, but you have walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, and have caused Judah and the people of Jerusalem to prostitute themselves, just as the house of Ahab prostituted itself. You have also killed your brothers, your father's family, who were better than you. So behold, the Lord is about to strike your people, your sons, your wives, and all your possessions with a serious blow. And day after day you yourself will suffer from a severe illness, a disease of your bowels, until it causes your bowels to come out. Then the Lord stirred against Jehoram the spirit of the Philistines and Arabs who lived near the Cushites. So they went to war against Judah, invaded it, and carried off all the possessions found in the king's palace, along with his sons and wives. Not a son was left to him except Jehoahaz, his youngest. After all this, the Lord afflicted Jehoram with an incurable disease of the bowels. 
This continued day after day until two full years had passed. Finally, his intestines came out because of his disease, and he died in severe pain. And his people did not make a fire in his honor as they had done for his fathers. Jehoram was thirty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. He died to no one's regret, and was buried in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. Second Chronicles 22 Then the people of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, the youngest son of Jehoram, king in his place since the raiders who had come into the camp with the Arabs had killed all the older sons. So Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, became king of Judah. Ahaziah was twenty-two years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem one year. His mother's name was Athaliah, the granddaughter of Amri. Ahaziah also walked in the ways of the house of Ahab for his mother was his counselor in wickedness. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, as the house of Ahab had done. For to his destruction they were his counselors after the death of his father. Ahaziah also followed their counsel, and went with Joram, son of Ahab, king of Israel, to fight against Hazael, king of Aram, at Ramoth-Gilead. But the Arameans wounded Joram, so he returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds they had inflicted on him at Ramah, when he fought against Hazael, king of Aram. Then Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to Jezreel to visit Joram, son of Ahab, because Joram had been wounded. Ahaziah's downfall came from God when he went to visit Joram. When Ahaziah arrived, he went out with Joram to meet Jehu, son of Nimshai, whom the Lord had anointed to destroy the house of Ahab. So while Jehu was executing judgment on the house of Ahab, he found the rulers of Judah and the sons of Ahaziah's brothers who were serving Ahaziah, and he killed them. Then Jehu looked for Ahaziah, and Jehu's soldiers captured him while he was hiding in Samaria. So Ahaziah was brought to Jehu and put to death. They buried him, for they said, He is the grandson of Jehoshaphat, who sought the Lord with all his heart. So no one was left from the house of Ahaziah with the strength to rule the kingdom. When Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she proceeded to annihilate all the royal heirs of the house of Judah. But Jehoshabbath, daughter of King Jehoram, took Joash, son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the sons of the king who were being murdered, and she put him and his nurse in a bedroom. Because Jehoshabbath, the daughter of King Jehoram, and the wife of Jehoiada the priest, was Ahaziah's sister, she hid Joash from Athaliah so that she could not kill him. And Joash remained hidden with them in the house of God for six years, while Athaliah ruled the land. 
Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.